Navy SEAL recruited as CIA assassin guarded flying saucers at S4 Area 51. What follows is my two-part series of articles originally published on July 16 and July 19, 2009 on examiner.com concerning the revelations of an alleged Navy SEAL who spent time at the S4 facility at Area 51, which he described as a museum for flying saucers and aliens. The former SEAL claimed that guard duty at S4 was used as a means of cooling down assassins used by the CIA to permanently silence government critics and or remove national security threats. The whistleblower Derek Hennessy used the pseudonym Connor O'Ryan in a set of interviews with Lieutenant Colonel Wendell Stevens in 1991 that was recorded on video. Hennedy slash Orion provided a number of documents supporting his testimony. This was especially important since the SEAL claimed that records of his Navy service had been purged from official records in a similar manner to what had happened earlier with Bob Lazar in 1989. Colonel Stevens spent a decade verifying Hennessy's story and supporting documents before he felt confident enough about their authenticity to come forward in 2001 to discuss his investigation at two UFO conferences in Australia and the US, the International UFO Congress. He says that prior to the Australia conference, he received a phone call warning him not to go too far in releasing the information. But that only convinced him that Hennessy was telling the truth. The subsequent release of the video interviews in 2009, nearly two decades later, which were edited by Rick Keefe from UFO Hypotheses, provided the general public their own opportunity to hear Hennessy's story in his own words. I described some of the contents in my original two-part series. I began to assist Stevens' investigations of Hennessy after watching the video interviews, researching some of the supporting documentation and interviewing participants such as Jim Delatosso, who gave Hennessy sanctuary on his property where the interviews took place. In my last conversation with Colonel Stevens, he said that Hennessy had re-emerged but had no memories of his earlier life. Unfortunately, on September 7, 2010, Colonel Stevens passed away at his home in Tucson, Arizona, effectively bringing the investigation of Hennessy to an end. Now, after a decade, it appears that the timing of Colonel Stevens' death is suspicious, given the renewed public interest in his investigation of trained CIA assassins recruited from elite military units such as Navy SEALs. Seymour Hirsch had broken the news of a pool of CIA assassins linked to former Vice President Richard Cheney, as I discussed in my first article. Stevens' information that these CIA-controlled black seals were arrested between assignments at highly classified facilities housing UFO-related artifacts and that Cheney had been sighted there took on special new significance given Hirsch's revelations. 
The six hours of video interviews provide extensive details of life on the S4 facility, what is hidden there, how assassins are recruited and rested there, and of visiting dignitaries such as Cheney and former director of the NSA, Admiral Bobby Ray Inman. The videos are available in three parts. I'm republishing both articles in the series today since they add considerable information on the historical reverse engineering efforts undertaken in the USA for the development of multiple secret space programs as described in my Secret Space Programs book series. With the demise of the examiner.com back in 2016, both articles are difficult to find even using the Wayback Machine. They appear in their original form with minor grammatical editing and updates where appropriate. Part 1. Testimony of CIA assassin recruited from Navy SEALs goes online with documents. On July 13, 2009, the New York Times ran a story about the CIA running an assassination squad using US military special forces against foreign terrorists without congressional approval on the orders of former Vice President Dick Cheney. The Times story confirms claims by Seymour Hersh in March 2009 that an assassination squad had been created that reported directly to Cheney using Special Forces personnel. The covert CIA project was shut down by CIA Director Leon Panetta when he learned of it on June 23rd. Details of the project were passed on the next day to the US Congress and led to furor over the reports. A statement by seven members of the House Intelligence Committee concerning the CIA misleading Congress was subsequently released. The covert CIA program allegedly began in 2001, soon after the 9-11 attacks. The unfolding revelations of CIA death squads using US military special forces personnel coincides with the online release of video testimony of a former US Navy SEAL who said he was recruited to perform 18 assassination assignments for the CIA. If true, the SEAL's testimony reveals that covert assassinations predate the 9-11 attacks and also targeted US citizens. Curiously, the assassinations were related to covert projects Dick Cheney was allegedly involved in when he was Secretary of Defense for George H.W. Bush from 1989 to 1993. Connor O'Ryan was a pseudonym used by Derek Hennessy who claims in video testimony recorded in 1991 that he performed covert missions for the CIA in the 1980s assassinating enemies of the United States. After joining the US Navy in the early 1980s, Hennessy claims he joined the elite SEALs and was eventually tasked to perform his covert assassination missions. He said the targets of the assassination hits even included US citizens. He described his 18th and final mission as a sergeant for the US Army Green Beret stationed at the US Embassy in Budapest, Hungary. Hennessy's extraordinary claims were investigated over a 10-year period by a retired lieutenant colonel with the US Air Force, Wendell Stevens. During his investigation, Stevens was able to confirm Hennessy's military ID and that he was assigned to the CIA performing covert missions. Concerned that Hennessy may have been part of an intelligence operation to discredit him, Stevens did not release the initial results of his investigation until 2001. 
Video testimony of Hennessy is included in a set of interviews conducted with Stevens released on the internet in 2009. In the interviews, Stevens discussed documents he had in his possession verifying Hennessy's covert CIA missions. One document was written on CIA letterhead with instructions for Hennessy on his latest mission. Stevens read out the document's contents as follows. Quote, you are to report to the American Embassy in Budapest, Hungary. You will be received by S.A. Greywolf. As a unit, you will proceed to terminate an ex-S.A. David T. Johnson. End quote. According to Stevens, the document was Hennessy's final hit order one month before he left his last assignment at a secret facility in Nevada. Another document is Hennessy's W-2 salary statement that showed he was earning $74,000 for the CIA. Though only a sergeant, he was earning the equivalent of a colonel's salary at the time. Stevens was able to confirm that the serial number and code word on the W-2 were active through an anonymous FBI source. In the video, Stevens mistakenly refers to the salary statement as a W-4, but a copy of the W-2 is clearly shown. Combined with Hennessy's recorded video testimony, the documents, if genuine, would be smoking gun evidence that a CIA assassination squad using US military personnel predated 2001 and even targeted US citizens. To date, neither of the documents has been released to the public. Only video images are available. Independent document authentication still has to be conducted. The confirmation of the W-2 by an anonymous FBI contact of Stevens is powerful support for the legitimacy of Hennessy's story. There is good reason, however, to be sceptical about the CIA hit order document's legitimacy. It is difficult to accept that the CIA would be so explicit in putting on CIA stationary orders to terminate a serving US military non-commissioned officer. One could reasonably argue that such orders, if put on paper, would be done in a more cryptic manner without the CIA logo. This would be consistent with an assassination directive that former CIA director Alan Dulles allegedly drafted in 1961 and was later authorised by a group responsible for covert operations called Majestic 12. The alleged Dulles assassination directive used the cryptic phrase, it should be wet, as a code word for assassinations designed to protect Majestic 12 operations. If indeed there has been a CIA assassination program that predates 2001, it may originate from Dulles's 1961 draft assassination directive. The directive was allegedly received by the Chief of CIA Counterintelligence, James Jesus Angleton, in 1961 and subsequently linked to the President Kennedy assassination. If Hennessy did eliminate a serving Green Beret in Budapest in 1991, as he claims, then the authority for such an assassination may derive from Dulles's 1961 draft assassination directive. If Hennessy's CIA hit order letter is a hoax, that raises an equally perplexing question. Why would Wendell Stevens, a longtime researcher of the UFO phenomenon, be targeted in an elaborate intelligence operation to discredit him with a contrived story about CIA assassins using elite military special forces personnel in 1991. Hennessy spent an extended period hiding with Stevens and associates while allegedly on the run. 
During this time, a series of events occurred that persuaded those giving shelter to Hennessy that he was genuinely being monitored and threatened to return voluntarily to his program. Eventually, Hennessy disappeared and was not heard of for approximately a decade when he re-emerged with a new identity and no memories of his covert activities with the CIA. If Hennessy's testimony is even partially correct, as Stevens' confirmation of his W-2 suggests, it would confirm the existence of an assassination team run by the CIA prior to 2001. His testimony reveals that even US citizens were eliminated due to agendas of a highly classified covert operations run out of the CIA. Hennessy himself apparently became a target when he shared his information with Stevens, and this may have been related to his disappearance. For the last nine months of his military service during his final assassination missions, Hennessy was assigned to a covert facility in Nevada called S-4 to perform sentry duty for a highly classified covert project. It was there that he witnessed Dick Cheney arrive one day for an inspection for a project, maintaining the secrecy of which was related to his early assassination missions. Part 2. Cheney taken inside S-4 to view flying saucers and extraterrestrial biological entity bodies. Around April 1991, Dick Cheney was taken inside a secret underground facility located in a remote area in Nevada adjacent to Nellis Air Force Base to view captured flying saucers and dead extraterrestrial bodies. The startling claims were made by a former security guard at the facility who in October 1991 gave his testimony on video. The guard had documents and photos supporting his claims of working on the secret facility called S-4. The guard, Derek Hennessy, used the pseudonym Connor O'Ryan in giving his testimony in a set of interviews with Lieutenant Colonel Wendell Stevens, US Air Force retired, and his associate, Jem Cox. Hennessy claims he had worked for eight to nine years as a Navy SEAL and performed various covert operations. He said that 18 of these missions were assassinations sanctioned by the CIA or other agencies. During the last nine months of his military service in 1991, he worked at the remote S-4 facility which had stringent security procedures. It appeared that the isolation and security at S-4 helped assassins hide their trail after missions. Hennessy described his work on the second level of the S-4 facility. S-4 employed approximately 75 personnel on levels 1 and 2. He said he was aware of a further two levels of the facility, but was never allowed to enter levels 3 and 4. He said that approximately 12 to 15 personnel worked at levels 3 and 4. His primary duty was to guard the elevators to them, which required three keys, a thumbprint, and a retinal scan to open. Hennessy described the hangar facilities on level 2 for storing the seven flying saucers retrieved from various crash sites. There were 10 hangar bays in total. The facility was described as the museum, suggesting it was designed to store advanced extraterrestrial technologies that had been superseded. He revealed how one or more of the flying saucers would be raised to the surface for a flight test. This would only occur when no Russian or other spy satellites were passing overhead. All testing would stop when satellites were detected. He also described seven tubes with bodies of extraterrestrial biological entities, typically described as greys, 
A biologist would regularly check the fluids to maintain the right temperatures and fluid mix to maintain the bodies. In addition to the photos he showed to two witnesses, Hennessy drew pictures in his taped interview describing the facilities. Hennessy described the day Cheney visited as around the time when the US was closing military bases at the end of the Cold War. Cheney was accompanied by three other officials and escorted by two base security personnel. He said Cheney only visited the first two levels of the S-4 facility and saw both the flying saucers and the bodies of dead extraterrestrials. Hennessy said, quote, I was on level two at the time of his visit and I watched him go in and he went into the back building and we were called up to guard the front of the hangar areas. He saw the bodies too, the seven little grey people, end quote. A supercomputer and photo analyst expert, Jim Dilatoso, allowed Hennessy to stay at his property for a month. Dilatoso said Hennessy showed both him and Jim Cox photographs allegedly taken at S4. He saw photos of what appeared to be extraterrestrial vehicles and extraterrestrial bodies in glass tubes. He also saw a photo with Dick Cheney standing on a balcony allegedly inside the S4 facility, viewing the area below with the flying saucers and bodies, while Hennessy was allegedly on duty. Dilla Tulsa also recognized the former director of the National Security Agency, Admiral Bobby Ray Inman, U.S. Navy retired, as one of the officials in the photo with Cheney. How credible is Hennessy's testimony? The most significant documentary evidence is the W-2 obtained by Stevens. The control number, 45851, employer identification number, 95-6593572, and employer's state ID, 2464423P, were checked and confirmed by Stevens' FBI contact. According to the FBI contact, Hennessy had been deprogrammed and reprogrammed after being taken back in to covert programs by the CIA and Naval Intelligence on various covert assignments. The W-2 and numbers can be investigated for independent confirmation. Furthermore, Hennessy revealed many details in his video testimony to Wendell Stevens and Jim Cox about his background and events that can be investigated for corroboration. Finally, Hennessy stayed for a month with supercomputer and photo analysis expert Jim Delatoso, who along with Cox witnessed his photos and a duty roster that Hennessy showed him. Delatoso also described the bizarre incident that changed his initial skepticism towards Hennessy's amazing story. Returning from a 1991 Thanksgiving party that Hennessy attended, Dilatoso found a package at the inside front gate of his ranch. Thinking it was for him, Dilatoso took it. When it was later opened, a severed finger was found along with a threatening note directed at Hennessy to return photos and other evidence of S4. Together with other strange episodes indicating close surveillance by a mysterious group of people, Dilatoso decided it was time for Hennessy to leave. Hennessy says that he decided to come forward after he was told that he had contracted a virulent form of Hodgkin's disease. Being 29 at the time and in good health, with no history of the disease in his family, he suspected that he was being set up for elimination. In retaliation, he decided to become a whistleblower and release photographs taken at S4. Hennessy's remarkable testimony, if substantiated, clearly reveals that Richard Cheney, while Secretary of Defense, 
had directly witnessed S4 and covert programs involving extraterrestrial life and technology. That may explain why George Bush deferred to Cheney during the 2000 presidential campaign on a question concerning when UFO information would be released. Quote, it will be the first thing he, pointing to Cheney, will do. He'll get right on it. End quote. After a tumultuous eight years as vice president, Cheney never chose to disclose anything about his alleged visit to S4 and knowledge of extraterrestrial life and technologies. I wish to thank Rick Keefe for his assistance in confirming details of this article and for editorial assistance. The S4 Informers video is available online. More information about the video and its production is available at ufohypotheses.com. This has been Dr. Michael Sala with exopolitics.org. For articles and photos accompanying this audio blog, please go to my website, exopolitics.org. Thank you for listening and subscribing.